You're listening to the podcast version of the Recruit of Talionis audiobook, book one in the Talionis series. I'm your narrator, writer, and host, award-winning author C.J. Malesi. Each week, we'll bring you further into the mysterious and dangerous dystopian world of Talionis and Bria's fight for survival. If you haven't been following along with us up until now, be sure to check out the previous episodes. Now, grab your favorite hot beverage and hold on tight as we dive back in. Chapter 17 A Week Later The soldiers tried to be discreet, but over the past week, I've learned to tell when the kill zone will be active. They move differently, give us more space, don't yell at us to get to the dining hall faster. Most of the other recruits don't seem to notice the subtle changes, other than Cade. Today, there will be an active kill zone. As I make my way toward the dining hall with Ari and Nika, I hear the shots. My friends hardly tense anymore. They know I'll get them through to safety. I mentally go through the four routes I've discovered and sort out how I'll divide everyone who's found their way to me. More and more of the recruits have learned that I can get them through the kill zone without getting shot, which is why I've had to figure out alternative routes to the alley I originally found. It complicates things, but a part of me is happy to help protect other teens from the cruelty the soldiers of Talionis seem to enjoy doling out. The group began to grow when Ari told her brother, Bryson, and Shane because she has a crush on him. Then she mentioned it to her friend from tech training, Nalani. I felt bad when I saw Shay grimacing over a large welt after being shot, so I told her I'd get her through. And then I lost track of how others found out. We round the bend to the meeting point I've established and I almost stop. Instead of the 15 recruits I expected to find waiting for me, there's about 30. I roll my shoulders and step toward the group. This will be a challenge, but I welcome it. My brain and body need to be pushed a little since I'm barely trying in any of the other trainings. Okay, you ten. I point to a group of recruits. Go with Ari and Shay. I focus on them. Take them through the alley. Shay nods. Let's go. They jog away. Cade, take these six through the garden entrance. He inclines his head and leads them back the way we came so they can double back through the garden. I send Seven with Bryson to take a more obscure route leading up an outdoor staircase into one building, through the hallway, and then out onto a raised breezeway between two buildings, downstairs of the next building, and out the side door. The five left with me and Nika are some of the best recruits in physical conditioning, which is necessary since the one route left takes us directly through the kill zone. The rest of you are going to have to stay tight with me, I say. This route is risky, and unless you do exactly what I do, you could end up getting shot, okay? Yes, ma'am, one guy I don't recognize says. I flinch and focus on him. I'm not a soldier. Sorry, ma'am. He cuts himself off before finishing, but the words he was planning to say grate on me. I know it's become a habit for everyone, but I don't want to be associated with the Talionis soldiers in any way. I swallow back my emotions and race toward the kill zone, crouched low, sensing the others right behind me. About four days ago, the area in front of the dining hall was set up to look like a marketplace with stalls, tables full of goods, and even a few mock buildings. At first, it didn't make sense why they would do it, but then I realized they'd created a way through the kill zone. 
if you knew the right places to hide and crawl through. I lead the little group to the entry point on the outskirts of the kill zone and dive under a table and into a stall. I pause inside, the shots and cries of recruits being hit thundering close by. Why do I always end up taking this route with you? Nika grumbles as she comes up next to me. I smirk at her. You could have gone a different way. She rolls her eyes. Then who's going to watch your back? You've been making yourself enough of a target as it is. I ignore the comment and crawl to the next point on the route by one of the mock buildings. A training bullet hits the dirt a few yards away, heightening my focus. One wrong move along this route and someone could get shot. The bullets aren't real, but these people trust me to get them through safely and I can't let them down. We weave through the fake marketplace, crawling, running in a crouched position, and shimmying through windows in the mock buildings until we end up on the other side of the kill zone. One of the new guys laughs and smacks me on the shoulder. That was great. Thanks. I can't help but smile at his relief. No problem. We enter the dining hall and I part ways from the group and head toward the line of the lowest ranking recruits. Sergeant Valerius wasn't kidding when he said our meals would reflect how well we're doing in our trainings. My nose wrinkles as I'm handed a plate of some kind of leftover gruel. The stuff tastes like mushy, slimy nothing. But it's the price I have to pay for doing things my way. At least a little my way. I go toward the table I always sit at and try not to look with too much envy at the chicken, broccoli, and roasted potatoes most of those at my table are eating. My stomach rumbles when I sit next to Nika and catch a whiff of garlic coming off her plate. Conversation flows around me and I let myself breathe. After an active kill zone, they give us a longer mealtime. No need to rush. I plunge my spoon into the gruel in front of me and take a bite, swallowing without chewing. Not that chewing this much is necessary. I can't blame my friends for trying to do well in their trainings. The food and better chores they receive as a result almost make me second-guess my decision to slack off. Earlier today, I had bathroom duty, which was disgusting, and tonight, after dinner, I have to scrub dishes. Nika and several others who performed well in physical conditioning today have a free period tonight. I take another bite. Ari had some trouble breaking through the encryption to find out the list of names of the watchers, but she told Nika and me she should be able to get the list tonight. Maybe if it's not someone I know well from Derby, I'll reconsider my decision, try harder in trainings. After all, I don't have to agree with everything they're saying, but I would really love something that tastes better than this. Storm plops down next to me, her enormous shadow not far behind. Hi, Bria! Blonde curls shoot out in every direction and bounce in their own greeting as she settles into her seat. I smile at her and nod at Cade when he sits. His eyes wander the room, even as he eats, as though he's constantly gauging and assessing what's going on. We both know you're not as bad at trainings as you're pretending to be. His low voice draws my attention, but he's still observing the rest of the room. I shrug. So? You just got over 30 recruits through the kill zone unscathed. His eyes find mine. Be careful. They're going to notice. The caution in his tone makes me grip my spoon tighter. I'll be fine. He goes back to his food and, after a moment, I do too. But his words gnaw at me. Before I can dwell on it for too long, Storm dives into her mealtime chatter and I allow myself to focus on her instead. 
This has become Storm's habit. She finds me whenever there's a meal and plants herself next to me. Then she talks and talks and talks. All I have to do is listen, which doesn't require too much effort. Nika asks Storm a question and the two talk around me. My eyes scan the room following Cade's example as I mindlessly eat the bland food on my plate. Some recruits look haunted. A few seem almost defiant, but most of us have learned how to put on the show we need to for the soldiers. What's most disturbing to me is that, for some, I don't think it's a show. I've heard some recruits repeating Elvatril and buying into the propaganda of this place, and it makes me sick. I stir my half-eaten bowl of nastiness. I should finish it, but I don't think I can stomach it tonight. Why are you always eating that stuff? Storm asks, face scrunching in distaste. Good question. I drop my spoon at the sound of Shay's voice. The conversations around us stop. She's standing on the other side of the table, arms crossed. She's distanced herself from me since I've fallen behind in training, and the most I see or talk to her is when there's a kill zone. Otherwise, I only have to endure her disapproving looks when I answer questions incorrectly in educational training or come in last in physical conditioning. But knowing Shay, we're about to progress beyond disapproving glares. Her lips are pursed and her brow lowered. Here comes a lecture. Bria, what's your problem? My jaw cramps as I bite back my frustration. When I feel as though I can respond in an almost normal tone, I risk opening my mouth. What do you mean? Don't give me that. She tilts her chin, her nose hefting itself higher into the air. Why don't you ever do what you're supposed to do? I force myself to pick up my water and take a drink as calmly as possible. Shay's just trying to adapt. She's upset because of how everything has changed. She misses home. I feel guilt clamp its hot fingers on my neck. Even though we've never gotten along, maybe I can cut her some slack. I set my glass down. It's been a difficult adjustment. Adjustment? You're not trying to adjust to being here. She shakes her head emphatically. You're such a hypocrite. She jabs a finger at me. In Derby, everyone knew you wanted to be a scout to make a difference, but here you have the opportunity to do that. The commander has chosen us to be trained to do great things, to save lives, and you refuse to do what you have to do to be a part of that. She presses her hands on the table and leans forward. But what's new? You always had to do things your way, even if people had to die so you could. Her reference to Esri snaps the thin cord of control I had tethered around my frustration. I shove back from the table and stand so fast my chair topples over. I glare at her, jaw trembling in fury. Do you want to say that again? She doesn't respond. I spin around and walk out of the room, out of the building, and into the night. The temperature dropped with the setting of the sun, and I tilt my chin up, letting the icy air cool my flushed face. I pace in front of the building, and pressure builds behind my eyes. I squeeze them shut. I've suppressed my feelings over these past couple of weeks, but Shay knew which buttons to push to unleash them. I focus on my breathing. I won't let myself break down. How could she believe the things they're saying? How could she drag Esri's death into this? A headache pulses from the center of my forehead. I massage it, but it just seems to get worse. 
I sit down on a bench near the fake marketplace of the kill zone. At this moment, I would almost welcome the pain of being hit with a dozen training bullets, but there aren't any soldiers nearby. Not that they need to be. They can monitor everything I do through my Halo Act band. Fallen leaves rustle along the ground. I pull my legs up onto the bench with me, rest my arms on top of them, and drop my head onto my arms. Maybe if I told her what I know, then what I'm doing would make more sense to her. But I can't do it. Just the thought of telling her that someone we both know betrayed us makes my stomach churn. I may not like Shay, but I can't crush her like that. And I promised Nika and Arya wouldn't tell anyone else. Not yet. The crunch of gravel causes me to shift a bit to see who's approaching. Storm grins at me. I lift my head from my arms and feel my lips tilt up in a genuine smile. Funny how she can do that, break through the fog that always rests on me, and make me smile. Nothing, no one can anymore. Except for her. At home, I used to smile and laugh. I think... My smile falters and I shake the thought away. She skips over, plops herself down on the bench, and starts chatting away as though we've been talking and are continuing the conversation. Guess what? Today I got to climb as high as I could. It was so fun. Did you really? You're a little squirrel. I chuckle at the face Storm makes at me. She crosses her arms. I'm not a squirrel. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, if you say so. Her little mouth twists to the side and her eyes search mine. When she's satisfied that I agree with her, she smiles and leans into me. I play with a springy strand of her hair, loving the texture. Bria? Yeah. Are you okay? I shift so I can look her in the eye. Worry creases her brow. Of course I'm okay. You looked really upset when you left the dining hall. My eyebrows inch up. I was a little upset, but I'm fine now. Do you ever miss your mom and dad? She sighs. I miss mine. I blink at the sudden shift in conversation. Yeah, sure I do. A lump forms in my throat at the admission. I swallow to clear it. But it's okay, because at least I have you, my little squirrel. She smiles a little, but her face turns serious again. You know why my name is Storm? I hesitate. Does she ever stay on one topic? No. It's because when I was born, there was a bad storm outside and everybody was scared. Trees fell down and the wind blew really hard. Storm leans against me as she speaks, playing with the fabric of my uniform. But my dad, he read in the Bible about how God is always in control, even in the storm. They told me they named me Storm so I would remember that even when life is really scary... God is still with me. She turns, her piercing brown eyes boring into me. Do you believe in God, Bria? An alarm blares and my Halo Act band vibrates on my wrist. I hope you're looking forward to continuing the story next week and finding out what happens with Bria and her friends. If you just can't wait, you can purchase the full audiobook wherever audiobooks are sold starting October 6th 2023. If you're on the hunt for other great books, discover more epic, clean, young adult reads on the Read Clean YA with CJ podcast. Recruit of Talionis was written and narrated by CJ Malacy 
and I can't wait to continue this journey with you next week.